0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it again with another podcast. It's been a hot minute, and put the blame on me, please do. It is my fault. I do apologize for that. But let's get into it. We are going to be talking about what is the gospel. Now, gospel means good news. In Greek, it's what we stream from the word gospel to get evangelist or evangelical. Now, the gospel has to do with Jesus Christ, his death and his resurrection and how he came to save the world and to save us. But it is a lot deeper than just coming to bring salvation. There was something that was lost and we're going to get into that. But when there is good news, there has to be bad news. So the bad news was that you and I were hopeless, helpless, lost, confused, sinners, If I could find more synonyms, I would have added it. But, yes, you and I were hopeless, helpless before this good news came along. And why is that? Because of Adam. We all heard of Adam and Eve. Now, Adam was the first human created by God. Adam sinned, so through his sin, all of us sinned. That's why the Bible talks about us being born again. When we are born again, we are born out of Adam and born again into Christ Jesus. So that process of being born again now transfers us from that bad news into good news. It transfers, uh, transfers us from darkness into light. Right. It transfers, transfers us from an old creation into a new creation. Now, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9 says, God saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this it is a gift from god verse 9 salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done so none of us can boast about it and this is so important because i know a lot of people say that because they are a good person that they can enter heaven or because they are good they um have inherited salvation but we must remember without Christ, we are nothing. Let me give a beautiful example. Why, why the gospel is so it's the foundation of the Christian faith. It is everything, right? Let's say you have a son and me and your son are best friends. I know your family, our families are tight. We're close. One day your son and I are walking down the street. And he sees a car that's coming to hit me, but I don't see it. And he pushes me out of the way, and he dies on my behalf. But yet, I go on my whole life, not even acknowledging what your son has done for me. I live my life like no one paid a price for it. Not even showing up to the funeral or come visit because of what happened, pay my respects or anything. How would that make you feel? And think of that. God sent his one and only son. We all know what um, John three sixteen says. But you know what? Let's read the whole thing. I want to read from 16 all the way to 21. It says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. So we see that God sent his one and only Son not to judge the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, we can ask God, why would you do that? Right? But it's his love. It's because he loves you. Like, I I know that it says the world, right? But believe and know for a fact that Jesus died for you personally. Yes, just for you personally. It says in Isaiah 53 verse 5, But he, talking about Jesus, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins, He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. This is what Jesus went through, knowing that some people will never believe in him. That's what love is. Love never gives up, no matter what. It's an unconditional love. It's not a conditional love like some people in this world have. You know, do this for me and I'll do it for you, right? Jesus said, regardless, I love you. Love just loves. There's no compromise between it. And this is the love that God showed for us. That even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. Having all right, a holy God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, can turn his back on us. But yet, he decides to have mercy on us. This is the good news that that we are talking about. But what's even better, like like the good news is, is really good news. It's too good. What's even better is that Christ Jesus not only died for our sins because what was in Adam was in us. Right. And we had to be born again into what was Christ. So now when we are born again into a new creation, into that new life in Christ Jesus, what is of Christ becomes of us. And we are no longer of Adam. Galatians 2 20 says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me, so I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is that good news. There was something that was lost that had to be found. Something that had to be removed, your sin, right? And Christ paid the price for that. But your identity was lost. Your relationship was lost. And Christ restored all of that. That is why Jesus says in John 14:6, he says, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's all through Christ that we can regain that relationship again. The disciples asked an amazing question to Jesus. You know, this was after Jesus had performed. um, He fed thousands, right? And the disciples wanted to perform these works. So in John chapter 6, verse 28 to 29, it says, they replied, talking about the disciples, they replied, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? They asked Jesus this. And Jesus said, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. And Romans three twenty-eight. So we are made right with God through faith, through faith, and not by obeying the law, through faith, not by your works, not by you trying so hard. There's nothing you can do that will make God love you more or love you less. He loves you. When you fall and when you sin, know that that's not your identity. If you're born again, that's not your identity. You may have, you may have fallen, but get back up. It is not by your works, right, that any man should boast. Not by your works. We are saved by what? By grace. Through faith. We are saved by grace through faith. Ephesians 2.8. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. When a gift is given to you, let's say Christmas, right? A gift is given to you. you, All you need to do is receive it. That's all you got to do. And the good news is that God came down in human form knowing that nobody can die for the sins of the world. Nobody was holy enough. Nobody was righteous. Jesus never sinned, but he died a sinner's death. Think of that. He never sinned, but died a sinner's death. The sins of the world was laid upon him, yet though he himself was holy and righteous and never sinned. That's why he's the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God. God himself died for you and I, so that we can have access to him because the relationship was broken because of sin. Like, if you think you're such a good person, right, how many lies do you have to lie? Or what type of lies do you have to lie? L- let, me, let me break that down. If you tell a white lie, is that still counted as a lie? Or is that a small lie? A lie is a lie. Whether you steal a pencil or you steal $5 million from a bank, You're a thief. Either way, we try to justify ourselves and be our own saviors or find our own way in good graces with God. There is only one way. There's only one way, and his name is Jesus. The world must understand that. People must get that. You can try anything else you want to try, but it doesn't work. God is the creator of all things. He has set the foundation. You must simply believe in it. That is all. Believe in the good news. There was something that was lost. A child was lost. And God paid the price to bring you home. Yet if you choose to disregard that. And live your life. Apart from the open door. That God has opened for you to come in. He he has invited you. He's knocking at the door for you to open. And share a meal with him. If we ignore that. And choose to live our lives the way we want to. Because that's the, that's what Adam did. They, there were two trees in the middle of the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the tree of life. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But they disregarded that tree of life. They chose to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that's the, the way the world is right now. How many people are operating in their own Knowledge of good and evil. They know what's better. They don't need God. They want to direct the course of their own life. I want this. I want it. I know what's good for me. Yes. You have no idea what's good for you. You don't know tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen in an hour from now. You have absolutely no idea. So why would you choose to live your life the way Adam did? We all know how that ended up. Why would you choose to neglect and be independent from a God that wants you to be totally dependent on him? Because he has everything that you need. He knows your life. He knows you. The very hairs on your head are all numbered by God Almighty. This is the good news that while, you were yet, while we were yet sinners, Christ Jesus died for us so that we can have access to our Father again. Prayer is a privilege. Spending time with, with God is a privilege. Can you imagine that? You get to talk to God, the creator of the world. <laughs> you get to enjoy God. You get to know God. You get to know God. People want to know the the girl next door so they can go on a date. Forget that. Imagine God. Won't you want to know Him? Don't you want to go on multiple dates with God? You can. This is available. You can go on multiple dates with God. Open that Word of God. Pray. Communicate with Him. This is available. You know, when Christ Jesus died, the veil was torn. That veil that was torn was a symbol, was a meaning that we now have access to God. Jesus is God in human form, in the flesh. Jesus is Lord, and Jesus is who we need to know. Because if we have seen him, we have seen the Father. If we've spent time with him, we've spent time with the Father. Him and God, Jesus and God are one. See, this way of salvation is simple. It is to believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ and what he has done. Believe in his death, believe in his resurrection. He died so that your old self will die to sins and your own desires and your own way of living. And he resurrected to give you a new life. So that you are a new creation. Like we just read. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And this salvation is available to you. If you only believe. Romans 10. Verse 9 and 10. We'll go n- We'll go verse 9, 10 and 11. We'll read that. Romans 10, 9 to 11. It says if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord. And believe believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And verse 10 is so crucial. It says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. In other words, if you believe in something, your life will show it. You can't say you believe in Jesus and live a disobedient life to him. It's not by saying a prayer a sinner's prayer that you're saved it's by living out this christian life that you're saved this good news is good news simply believe and walk it out you know you believe that you have a job you wake up every morning and you go to it <laughs> simple you believe in jesus christ and what he has done and you live your life according to his precepts according to what he says simply because you believe in him jeremiah 29:11 For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans of good and not of evil, to give you hope and a future. Everything that comes from above, right, is from the Father of lights, and we know that it is good. Everything from God is good, so it's never against us. So you believe in Him, you live for Him. Verse 11, as the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in Him will never be disgraced. So this is the good news, that there is a loving father that wants you home. There is a loving father that died for you so that you don't have to live that life of sin anymore. And he has given you access to a new life, a resurrected new life in him. It is only in him that you will find it. You read the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, talks about that new life. It is hidden in him. If you would only believe, then you will be saved. Not by working hard, but it starts with you believing and your life showing it. Faith without works is dead. And what is that work? Work to believe and then your life will show it. God bless you. Until next time.